Hi, and welcome to this episode of Keen Minds, where we are talking with our various listeners who have called in. I am Jen, a.k.a. Takata Saeko. And I'm Tessa, and today we're talking with Gold Girl. And it is such a pleasure meeting you. I know, because you were the first friend. You were my first friend on Tumblr, really, on the blacklist. You're the one that got me interested in it. And you're the one that sent me the comic. Do you remember sending me the comic? Absolutely. Yeah, and see, and I was hooked from that point on. I loved the mystery. I loved all of that. And and then I got me and and, um, Takata Osaka, which I can't never say. I never say it. Right. Nobody Every, does. It's, it's hilarious. It's not something a southern person says right. I just don't understand it. Um, it's Japanese. So it, it is. And so I, and I'm horrible at that. Trust me on this one. Me and you got interested in Tom and, and you had the same love that I had. And so we all just blended in. So it's, it's wonderful to see you guys. I've been so excited about this. I really have. Awesome. I've talked about it for a long time. So, um, tell us what you felt about uh, episode 522. Were you surprised? Were you already leaning? I I think that I'm getting a feeling that you're really going for Ritherina. But tell us what you thought. What do you thought in general of the episode? Well, as soon as 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 Garvey said to, I'll look up what I'm trying to think. As soon as Garvey said to Jennifer, you know, your whole life, you've never had to hide. I knew exactly when, when he said that. I, don't, I think I was kind of going back between, was it Katarina's bones? Was it Red's bones? Um, was it being the real Raymond Reddington's bones? Between them, and then when he, she, she said, you know, your whole life, you didn't have to hide. Um, you never had to hide. Then I realized it would be the real Raymond Reddington. Or they would identify it as the real Raymond Reddington. Um, and then I just had to ask yourself, from that, and then Jen, I knew that I had this feeling that um, Elizabeth was going to fake her kidnapping. Because, you know, I mean, I had, there were some people that had, you know, already thought about that. And in the pictures, I look at the pre-pictures, in the pictures it sort of looked staged. And so I figured that, you know, she knew Red enough to know that he would give it up for, for that, if they, if they was going to kill her. And then it, it ended and he leaves. And he goes to Dom's house. And see, this is what I was saying on Reddit. <laughs> this is what I was saying on Reddit the other day, is that he goes to Dom's house and they burn the bones. And if you watch him burn those bones, it's not somebody that he hated. Um, he looks at the skull. He takes a, a he, it, it almost is a, like a loving look, maybe. Or, or maybe it's just a, a, a kindred look. I don't know. But he, he holds it. It's not like he's throwing them in there and he's angry at the person. It looked like he, he really cared about him. So, and then Dom says, well, you know, she, she doesn't know the secret, but she knows you have one. Dom is, if you ever watch Lost, and I'll, I don't mean to overtalk you guys, if you ever watch Lost, it's Dom's the constant. Uh, on Lost, you had, uh, if everybody, anybody watched Lost, they know that there's a constant. Through time, Dom's the constant. He has been there from the beginning and all the way through it. So when you put up a theory to him, you have to kind of put up, is it is it worth, is it Dom? Dom is your, you know, would this fit with Dom? What mm-hmm. do you say, Tessa? And Takata Psycho, which I'll never, I'll just call you Psycho. I don't know, I don't know. Jen, Jen is fine. I go by Jen just as much. It's easier okay. to say. Uh, let me, that would yeah. help me a lot. I I'm call a, her Jen, because Takata Psycho is, it's a, it's a, 
uh, a mouthful, yeah. I've, I've been saying it since I was 15, so. <laughs> and you say it so well. And at the end, you sound Japanese. Yeah, but, but then then you don't have, you don't want to hear her trying to do the Russian names. No. That's not pretty. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, have you ever heard me try to do the Karakurt? Now, that's how I say that. That's not even nor, nowhere near what a Russian would say. I, I'm sure a Russian would understand me. I'm pretty sure they or, would understand um, me. Yeah, we, I think you're good. What do you think about Dom? Dom has to be, don't you think that every theory needs to put up, what do y'all think about, needs to be yes. put up in the face of Dom? Yes, I, I, I have two, actually more than just Dom. I have Carla and Dom. And every single theory except mine comes against a grinding halt in front of Dom or in front of Carla. Because the scenes with Carla are the are, are scenes that show a level of emotional involvement between those two that make no sense whatsoever if he's just an imposter. So you, you on the one hand, have Dom who calls Red Raymond, who has an... A, a, they have a relationship that goes beyond. To me, the first time I saw them, I'm like, son-in-law, son-in-law. Because... Yeah. A son-in-law is is the person that is family, but is the person you would deny a hug when their child is is dead because it's your grandchild and you are angry with them. You would not deny a hug to your own child in the in the event of losing their child because that's not the nature of parental relationship. You, you a parent forgives a child everything, every single thing is forgiven by a parent. And and but that would not be the case with a son-in-law. So to me that you know they know each other so how they like the eggs, they know where they play on the piano. The one thing they do not know, they do they do not is like you I you're responsible for me losing my daughter and my granddaughter, so I'm not gonna give you a hug. But at the end he buys the whiskey. So to me that reads son in law. It's it's just, there's no way around it. And then you get on the other side, you get Carla, and you get this emotional reaction, and more so when Carla is not watching, when she's blindfolded, or when he gets the tooth and the finger, and you see that there is there is deep emotion there. That's not just oh well, you know, I feel responsible. No, that's not. It's it's more. It's emotional. It's deeply emotional. When when he, when Carla gets into the car, he advances towards Berlin, and that I mean, anybody who have seen somebody in love knows that that's somebody who cared deeply for this woman, and it was like he's he's he couldn't help it. He was going towards Berlin to tear him apart piece by piece. Right, and and, and, and I had to rewatch that. I had to rewatch that because you, you know, you kept telling. I know what your theory is with Carla. I think, and I think I don't know if you still have it, but you thought she was Katarina, or you thought she is. You think she is Katarina? Because I don't think she's dead. She could be. Don't know where Mary Louise Parker is playing. Naomi, she could be. But if they write her off like that, I, I mean, I, I think that's a horrible. I mean, yeah. Well, Naomi Highland is dead. Carla may not be, but Naomi is. Well, that yeah, that that whole persona, or that case. Mm-hmm. But, and I and I rewatched it. I went and I've rewatched a lot leading up to this, but I rewatched it. And you're right, there is so much motion. But and when he goes to take, the, it's almost like that. 
but between him and her, it's like a husband and wife. It, it is. I mean, because I'm married and I understand, and it would be like being so angry. She's angry. I mean, she's angry. She's mad. Um, she wants to strangle him. She's not afraid of him, though. That's oh. what drives me crazy. Why would they? Why would she tell that? I mean, she, obviously because she wanted to hide. They wanted to hide from the cabal. So the cabal must not have reached into the U.S. Marshal Service, especially at that time. So they hid by saying that she was afraid of, of Raymond Reddington. The thing started to get weird when you have, she's saying to, J Jennifer saying that Carla was the one who left, but then Carla seemed to have been the one who left. So who, this is all, I mean, honestly, I think that this is a very weird a relationship, a marriage in which they're playing the kids against each other. Well, you, you, that could be right because it didn't look. We, Jen, jump in anytime. <laughs> it's your podcast, Jordan. Um, I'm so sorry we were over talking. It's just that there's just so much that I, you know, you've always wanted to ask. You want to talk to people about this because nobody around here watches the blacklist. A couple people, maybe one guy at work, they don't get into it like we do. Oh, you know, nobody's gonna it's the same here. I've tried to get my son. I've tried to like hold him down and say, "Look, you're gonna watch this, and you're gonna listen to all." Because he loved Alias. He loved Alias so bad, and I'm thinking, I can't do. I love Jennifer Garner, but if I do one more wig, I'm gonna die. I can't do it. But I mean, the blacklist has become. And I know that John Eisen was it Eisendroth wrote for Eisendroth, Alias, yeah. and mm -hmm. you can see some of the similarities. I mean, I've had to watch a little bit. I, of this, uh, up until Ryan took the part with New Amsterdam and that got announced, I thought that they were going to. I thought Eisendrath was going to come through for us and he was going to bring Tom back. I'm back. Alias yeah, style. And, yeah. Yeah. Because there was a big fan reaction. On Alias, the mother was a, you know, the mother was a, a Russian spy or it was just a lot of things go by that but then I had to rewatch. we get back to Carla rewatch those things and it just doesn't make sense Tessa and Jane it just does not make sense that you've got one the girl is she lying is is, is Carla lying which one's lying and, and I think are, they all are I think they all are <laughs> I, I'm with you I think it's a family that family nobody they tell the truth as read tells the truth. I mean, he's honest. He avoids the truth. You know, he doesn't tell a lie, but that's just because, you know, he uses words in a very precise way, but yeah, he lies all the time. I mean, if you were like regular people talk, yeah, he's lying. He lies all the time. Yeah. And when they said, you know, he never lies, Liz, that's going to be the rule. That can't really be the rule because I mean, it's how you define a lie. And I think leaving out part of it is a lie as much a lie as as not as just telling Nan. But that but that's how he lives with himself. Right. I mean he said okay. Red said at the very beginning, uh, I think it was the second episode in, they were talking about he said, you know he told her that he wasn't going to lie to her, and he said, you know, no matter what happens, I will always, what was, oh, Tessa, you're the I one. I will the, do whatever I, I ever, I always do whatever I, whatever I feel I need to do to keep you alive. Exactly. And I think that, that is more the, stead, I think that's the steadfast rule. Anything else can yeah, be bent as I long as Liz gets thing. out alive. I mean, see, okay, all right, here, here's the thing. He, she has to be, and the, that's why the Lizington drives me crazy. And I don't know if y'all talk about that on here, but that's that's why that 
just I just I mean, yeah, would it would it if the sword was wrote that way, would it but the story is not wrote that way. The love he has for her is parental. It, I mean, it, it's not. Yeah. And I mean, people think, okay, there's two major theories. I guess Red Arena's one. And I think, what, the twin theory? Have you all heard the twin theory? I haven't read anything on it yet. No, no. I mean, the, the, I, I, I've read, I mean, I've always said that the next episode six is Red Arena's against Lucington's. It's not going to be a... Could be that, yeah. I just don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to get it. I mean, like I said, if it was wrote that way, I would have been, that would have been okay, but it was not wrote that way. You don't watch a little child grow up. I mean, because he loves her, and it, it's not a love. Yeah, that, he's been watching, that, he's been but, watching her pictures. That, to me, was, you know, the moment that you said to somebody that I should have raised you myself. Right. Uh, yeah. He's followed her since she was very young. He's been involved with her life since she was very young. It's it if that was a rom and I, I I am a let people ship what they ship. I do not yes, I, I do. they're I welcome to I, do it. I know I know I've talked to enough Lizingtons to know they have reasons for what they see. And that's yes. we're viewing it in a different way. That's okay. But for me, when he knew her as a child, when he said he should have raised her, when he has photos in his creepy little apartment with Liz growing up. Growing up. I have a, I have a little headcanon for that picture of her with Sam. I think that, that Sam would bring her to the beach like every year. And and like Red, that year, Red said, oh, you want a picture take? <laughs> oh, I really like that. <laughs> I mean, Headcanon like, accepted. <laughs> if they took season six and went back from Re- Requiem, or and then started on and showed us the whole thing, I mean that would be that would be my dream. If you asked for a dream season, that would be it. Because, That's what know, I'm doing. Going through it. That might rewatch. Like Go girl. You know what I'm doing? This I invite you to do the same. Start watching it sequentially. So starting re- it starts in the starting the in. Watch Red going through uh, uh, the Bubble Girl memories, the Ballet Girl memories. Uh, watch the sequences in Requiem. Then go back to the fire. Uh, recall both of them, and then and then you'll see that. I mean, this, there's something in this narrative that is like doesn't quite add up. No, it doesn't flow. There's some. You're exactly right. That's what I was getting ready to say. There's something in the narrative that doesn't flow. Because you've got, I truly, and I know a lot of people don't, I truly believe that he believes the Christmas Eve story. That what he told Madeline, the Pratt, yeah. the, the... Oh, you, uh, believe huh? you believe that to be true? Huh? You believe that to be true? I believe that happened. Now, whether it was, see, but see, did, you've got some, we've got people that can stir the pot. we got the alchemist who can do the weird things with the DNA. We've got Krelov who can implant memories as well as take them away. And so did Red go through this horrific event? And I mean, but Diane Fowler was talking about something. We know what happened. And she was not saying we just put them in witness protection and we know they're there. How she do you know saying, that? Know she doesn't know that he knows where they are. Well, that's true. See, I thought about that too. Because he said more than anything. So maybe, and, and you know, 
I think that if he really wanted, if and I keep I keep going back to that, if he really wanted to know, I don't think he would have shot her. I think maybe he would have listened. I mean, if you were so desperate to know what would happen to your child and your wife, you would have have listened and then shot her. I mean, well, I wouldn't. Yeah. But you know, why not? I mean, he have done it any time. Just take her up, patch her up, have her with Brimley, get the entire truth, then shoot her. I mean, yeah. I mean, he had done that before, so he wasn't that concerned. But when he told that story. I, maybe it's an implanted Would memory. you use a story about a child of yours no. dying in order? No. no. And no parent, no, no. no parent would ever use that story in order to get some nukes that he no. could have got by any other means. So it's no, it's not, not that he was trying to. Yeah, it's just it doesn't fly with me. I'm not a parent, but I know what a parent looks like, what, what a parent feel like. Well, see, I, I thought when he told, well, you could see on his face when he told it, he was going through the emotions. He mm. was feeling her hand on his cheek. He was remembering the smell of the nape of her neck. He, a talented covert operative that once he convinces himself of that role, he becomes that role. Well, there's that, and there's also the idea that they use pieces of the truth to create the lies. And so I'm trying to remember if it was, the I think it was in the comic uh, that that Tom was talking about something with that. Um, I'm trying to remember where it was, but but he went into it that at one point. It was in the point. Christmas when they're talking about Christmas. Yeah, and he's talking the about pieces. that that the students have made a little cookie with the Keens, and and they oh, they got to that that vacation to that to that Christmas, and they had like no power and no food and 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 nothing but they had each other and they were and they were happy and and that was a that was a, a piece of truth and i'm mad at building camp all over again i do i mean i say you know because they, if they didn't realize what magic in a bottle was they should have because well i i think they're regretting it now they've They've been put I in the corner. They They've been put in the corner for Friday nights in January. I think that they're I mean, cringing they a little. They had the so. old spy that the people that they, they, I guess the the younger spies had revered. You've got the 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 spy that sat out in the cold. I mean, this is the man in the hat. And then Tom, you know, here he comes. He's been raised as by probably looking up, not looking up to Reddington, but oh, I think know, he did. I, mean, I think he idolized and, Reddington. Yeah. And so he's grown up that way in this school, and I'm, I'm sure Reddington would have been a big, you know, somebody that you would have. Maybe they didn't tell him by name, but here he is, and Tom's afraid of him at first, but he is. He he knows that Reddington will kill him um, when he sees him at, at Sam's when the day Sam died. And, you know, he even tells Jolene, or the Lucy Brooks, whatever her name yeah. is. Yeah. Well, he, he told Red her, that in know. season two. When when he's standing over Red's bedside, he said... Red, yeah, that he told. Yeah. He, right. he told him. He said, you know, I was terrified, but as I was sitting there listening to you threaten me, threaten anybody that, that might hurt right. Liz, I realized you're the one that hurts Liz the most. The most. And he said, but, you know, you can see when he sat down, he was terrified. And he, and oh, yeah. it's just... That, that that connection they had, you know, the the not the, the hate. They didn't really hate at first, probably, but then they had the put, give and take, and she, it would have been a wonderful scene. I, I think they had magic in a bottle, and I think they let it go. Mm -hmm. I agree. Well, well the, I, I said that one, one of my favorite. Yeah. 
Sorry, uh, one of my favorite scenes, from, as much as I hated 508 by the end of it, the, the episode itself was really good. Uh, the season finale, or the, the fall finale. Oh, it was the most watched show. Uh, one of the most but, watched days. But they had that, that lovely little scene where Red's patching up Tom's shoulder, and he said, oh, it just would have been so much easier if that bullet had just gone about a foot to the yeah. northeast, and pops him on and the back of the head. Yeah, and, and Tom's just sitting there rolling his eyes, and I'm just like, this, this is what I've been waiting for. That, that was magic in a bottle right there. I mean, you could have played that on for, I mean, you could, because you had, you know, you, you, you didn't have just one, um, you have to play off something. And, and Red and Tom played off each other they very, did well. very well. Yes. She did very well. And, and I think they'll regret it. I think there was magic in a bottle and I think they lost that. But I think when the, when Tom got killed, they were supposed to kill him off pilot wasn't it? i mean wasn't well, they, wasn't that, okay, they okay hang on hang on then? let let me interject here because this is one of my pet peeves in the fandom as a writer okay. this is my pet peeve so you want me to talk here we go i got something yeah <laughs> go jen go i get to pull the writer hat out yay so people i i think especially people that don't write regularly um they don't really under i don't want to sound condescending here i don't mean it that way but i i hear so many people go oh well in the beginning okay well what beginning are you talking about are you talking about the pilot script that was handed in to nb to sony and to nbc are you talking about the original script that the johns wrote are we talking about when the johns were just sitting around shooting the breeze over a beer and discussing what are we doing with this show how can we make this show which part are you talking about the original being because I've had, I have a book that one of the characters, when I first started in on it, his name is Nathan, and I said, okay, either Nathan or Joseph is dying. I don't know which, but by the end of this story, Nathan or Joseph will be dead. And I was talking to a friend, she goes, you know, let, let Nathan live, because he was based off of her historical hero. And she's like, just once let this man live. <laughs> please, 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 please. And, um, and so Nate ended up surviving the story. And... By the time I was done with the first draft, he was my favorite. He had just developed in this character that I loved. And so in the original incarnation, quote unquote, in one of the original incarnations, Nate died. He got shot somewhere. I don't even know what was going to happen, but I, I thought he was going to die. It worked for the story and then it didn't. And that's the thing is it's an organic process. It's a growing process, especially in television. When you're sitting in, at home at a computer writing your novel, your short story, your fanfic, what have you, you, you are more or less alone doing this project. But when you go out and you write a television pilot... Yeah. Then you have a writing team you're working with. You have edit you your editors are, you know, the the studio coming in and giving you your notes. And then on top of that, you have the actors who are giving so much more to this character. The chemistry that you see on set a rom. Main, exactly. Case a rom is perfect. Question. They never we meant for a rom to be what he became. And they brought him on once and they were like, We just need you for one episode. Oh wait, can you come back? Oh wait, suddenly you're a regular because Amir just hit it out of the park. They didn't Denver expect was supposed to die in yep. one oh nine. And then James Who talked was? him out of it. Who was supposed to die in one oh nine? Dembe. They Dembe. Went okay. Oh my lord, could you imagine if Dembe died? I mean I, know. I mean but that's the that, point. That didn't make any sense. Right, writing is an organic process, especially when you're working with that many variables. And and so when I, I hear people that. when I hear people talk about well in the beginning, uh, well where are you starting at? Because unless it shows up on my television, 
it's not canon. And so should have died in the pilot, was going to die in the pilot. That could have been the very first sit down the Johns had over it. So the husband's dying. We don't have a clue what the man's name is, but the husband's going to die in the pilot. And and also, um, and and that is, that's the writer's perspective. Now look at the theory's perspective. Is Katerina dead? Who thinks Katerina really dead? I I bet nobody does. It doesn't make any sense, Katerina did, because even when, when Dom talks about it, you can see that he says without any problems that Liz is dead, but he always talks about losing Katerina, losing his daughter. And when he th- when he says that Red killed him, he says, as far as I'm concerned, hey, that goes, that's... Yeah, he doesn't talk about it like, he, like she's buried, dead, uh washed away in the ocean. He doesn't talk about it like that. He's like, you know, you took away. Basically, you can put killed and took away. I mean, you can interchange him with Dom. Because he does act like that. He doesn't act like that she's dead. It's almost like he's, you know, they got to get away from her. Yes, he cannot see her. But, okay, then why would Red keep saying to Dom, this is all that's drove me crazy, too. Dom, you've always had a reason to walk out. What, What reason did Dom have? I mean... Does, ah. does he know where Katarina's at? <laughs> I mean, does he know if she is Naomi Highland, aka Carla Reddington? Does he know where she's at? I mean, and are they going to go back and tell Dom, hey, Naomi's dead? I mean, it's just he keeps saying you have a reason. What's the reason? He I think that there Martha. is a there is a family member. It could be it could be Katarina, but it could be another family member that he is to the point, strange to the point of saying I, they're dead to me. And, right. and because when when Red says you always have reason, he says, what, the baby? And it just sounded like those things that you say, like to cut the other person off when you don't want to go in that direction. You don't want to talk about that. Uh, and, and that's been a, a, a taboo topic forever. It's just what no. sounded like to me. It, it does. And it sounds like that Red keeps trying to get into acknowledge other person and who one other person that drives me crazy but it's not katarina's bones when i saw red but see like you said if you'll watch when he's burning the bones if you'll watch and i know i jump around when you watch when red's burning the bones it's it's all it's not a oh i hate this person he does look at the skeleton he looks at all this stuff and why this is another thing there's just so many things that drive me crazy but oh you want to hear my new theory go ahead oh that's one that i have you been reading my, my the series that I've been I doing? Have, All have, right, so I, this is, you're hearing this before it even get published. Oh, and great. this is okay. crazy. Sneak peek. It's not that Raymond Reddington, it's not Raymond Reddington. He is. He is just not the guy who was being Raymond Reddington when Raymond Reddington disappeared. He is See, not the not guy who was no, no, no. He was the guy. That's what hold, I hold, think. Hold, I... hold, 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 hold. Wait, 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 let me finish. So, in, in 18, 1989, Red gets burned, and he cannot proceed. So, there is this other guy. They call him in. It looks like him. It's a doppelganger, that, those that he loves. And this guy becomes Raymond Reddington so that nobody knows that Red was involved in that fire. And the Navy knows about him. They they just know that he's Reddington, but it, this is the guy who becomes a traitor. This is the guy who sells documents and the guy who gets involved with the cabal. 
And now Red is left being the criminal the world was told he was, but it wasn't him. See, so, yeah, yeah, I can see where you're coming from. I don't know, because I had this theory floating around in my head, but I can never put it down. Um, I believe that our Red, this just going around, our Red is, is Liz's father. Yes. I mean, I, yeah, I think it's her parent. Yes, I think she's he's a father. I believe they bring up too many things. They bring up, why would they bring up Sea Dude? Why would he tell that story? That story had to be told for a reason. And did did he get made? I think that when he said, what you did to Katarina, I'm beginning to think she was in love with Raymond Reddington, the, the Raymond Reddington. Ray, uh, this, the other guy takes his place, still carries and falls in love with her and carries on a, a relationship with her, making her think he's Raymond Reddington. What do you think about that? And then, of course, she gets pregnant and thinks this. What do you, but then, I don't know. But then I start looking but, at it through but, all but the other objectives. Dumb nose is, dumb nose is red. I mean, th right. these people don't stop seeing red all this time. I mean, they, the, the, the problem that I have with any imposter theory is that Fitch treats red as, as Raymond Reddy, don't call him Ray. Um, Rostov. I mean, he had a gun in his mouth. You think that you will know the man you had a gun in somebody's mouth? I mean, that generally kind of creates a sort of relationship, you know. Well, I mean, I yeah, at least a, a, I mean, a close enough one to be hated that much. Yeah. Hate's as strong as love. I mean, exactly. You know, so, so you're getting, you getting all these characters who have interacted with Red, who know Red, and they're not going to be confused. And I'm sorry, I refuse to, uh, to think that the U.S. Navy is a bunch of imbeciles that right. don't realize that, oh, hello, there is somebody that is not Raymond Reddington, because rules of evidence say they have to test that. Cooper is supposed to be a golden boy of the Navy. He's a, an assistant director of the FBI, and you're telling me that this guy goes like, oh, yeah, you're an imposter, but I think you're, you're Raymond Reddington. Yeah, you're you more or less look alike. Yeah. Go ahead, Jen. Sorry. <laughs> right, Jen. Go ahead. We're talking to uh, To be we fair. To get, we to, need to get together. To be fair, though, they have had moments, and, and I hear and hopefully agree with what you're saying, that all of this should add up to something. But they have had moments where they these characters that they have built up and they've created that have high IQs and are the best in their business, et cetera, et cetera, make stupid rookie style mistakes. Yeah. Talking about Tom, they built him up. They talked about his high IQ, the fact that he was picked up by an organization that only looks for for talented youth. You know, and this then he needs Liz in their apartment. Exactly. And you're and go, I'm still, to this day, tearing my hair out, Red putting his name over the loudspeaker, and Tom going and answering the stupid phone. Stupid Red phone. Yeah. Who does that? Yeah. Like, one, who does that in general? Two, what spy does that? Yeah. Sorry. Uh, and Hot topic. going to the house. <laughs> That yeah. was probably the biggest thing I like, thought he, was he the most stupid He was to willing to send Agnes away? But he still wanted Liz to meet. Why? Why, Why not yeah, meet I, I, in I, the mall? Yeah, in a public place or the post office. I mean, well, then you got okay. Cooper does the DNA test. The thirty-year-old. We what the heck with that? I mean, seriously, Red's been all over the post office. You mean you couldn't get a tissue out of the thing or a cup he's touched or anything to do with the DNA test? You had to get the thirty-year-old shirt. I mean, that Cooper, is amazing. 
Cooper was afraid that Red had people inside, and if they got out, that they were getting the DNA. And I mean, if you look at a 101, Cooper gets in, walks in, takes a look at Red, and said, It is him. It's not that even the question, even. I mean, Wrestler is going on and on about fingerprints and this and that, and Cooper looks at him and says, It is him. Okay, so. Let me ask you all this. Where did they, the DNA, that I'm thinking, that maybe I'm wrong. Did they get the DNA from a, just a, there was a tooth, there was a tooth among the bones that they got the DNA from, or yes. did they put they got the DNA the, from a tooth. It was because the rest of it was degraded by being either out, so elements, so air or, or being directly in dirt, because water would have not probably leave the teeth or, or fingers or anything that is there. It would have just dissolved everything. So, yeah. And, and like how that. did Garvey match it? Well, okay, they run the thing. They run, I'm trying to follow this. They get the DNA from the tooth. They run it. Uh, it says he's, uh, well, I mean, it says that the, that the bones are Raymond Redding. Did they match it on Codis? I mean, because Raymond Reddington was missing, and they match it. Here comes the match. They run it through Coda's. We got a match. It's Raymond Reddington. How? That I see. I don't know enough about that to to go into. That's I should, the thing. I should look into that, but I don't. I don't know enough about it. So, in order to make a match, you gotta make a match against something. So yeah. And they told us in three eleven that there is no DNA of Raymond Reddington. In the, in the system. It doesn't mean that it doesn't exist anywhere. Like Cooper knew exactly where it was. He just okay. didn't want to find it. I forgot he, that. Because when he missing, when he went missing, the DNA was in his infancy. I mean, exactly. it was not in a, it was, it was not widely used. So no. they wouldn't have had, you're right. They would not, here, I'm pointing at you. You can't even see, I mean, my hands fly a lot when I talk. Uh, they, they didn't even know. Couldn't, you're right. They could not know that that was Raymond Reddington. Exactly, um, exactly. So that doesn't make any sense. There's a plot hole. And, it, and if it doesn't get answered, that's going to always be a plot hole, is how that they knew and, and what they thought about I think that, that the only way Garvey matched it is using uh, Jennifer Reddington. And and that's based on what? Because oh. let's say that somebody goes to, to you and says, okay, well, your husband is missing. Um, and um, or you're missing, let's just use you to find you. Let's just use your child to find you or your husband. But you're only getting the word of the other spouse as to who's the parent. That's because true. you could yeah, say, Oh, no, no, yeah. that's Raymond Reddington's daughter. And who's gonna say without Raymond Reddington and without anything to match it? It's like, Yeah, she could be, you know, you know, before the advent of DNA. Uh, there was a saying that said that the 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 kids of my daughter are my grand my grandkids, the kids of my of my son. Eh. <laughs> eh, I mean, yeah. Uh, who is like they said? I think one time on JFK movie. Uh, you know, you're in Louisiana. How do you know who your daddy is? Because your mommy told you. That was it. I mean, seriously. That. So here you've got. But think, what drives me crazy? And maybe they know where they're going. I mean, they could be brilliant writers. I'm sure they're good writers. But you've got so many hurdles to overcome. If you don't do plot holes, you've got tons of hurdles. You've got uh, not only the Christmas Eve story to have to figure out if that was a implanted memory. Who do you think, uh, by, before I get into that, who do you all think the bugs belong to? You think they're the real Raymond Reddington? 
What do you guys think? My my problem is that a lot of what I'm I've been rolling with, I, and for one, I I'm not coming up with a solid theory just because. I'm just kind of done <laughs> with a lot of the theorizing. Yeah, I mean, it will probably be um, crazy. It, and it does. And there's a, there's like, what, eight months <laughs> of it? It's going to be a think long. about it. Yes, um, But I, I have something I'm rolling with for my story that I'm writing on right now, the Breathe Again Beneath the Flames. Um, I love that. Oh, thanks. Um, but but I don't want to give the huge spoiler away because it's, like, no, it's, no, it's no, working no. towards that. Uh, because... I, my joke was, okay, I'm not coming up with another Bones theory because I already did, did this in the last story I wrote for Blacklist, so I'm not doing another Bones theory. It's fine. They'll give it to us by the finale. We'll be golden. And then they pulled this one out, and I had I was six six chapters ahead in the writing, and I had this scurried moment. Like, the whole next day, I'm sitting there trying to figure out how I to rearrange it. In New oh, York. I was so angry. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, if you've wrote, you're right, because if you wrote ahead and you just, I did. you know, and not going to deal with the bones. Well, my, really. well, my, my theory was it was going to be something that wasn't as big to Liz as it was to Red. I thought it was a right. guilt thing that, you know, when it came out, she was going to go, really? Kind of like she did in season four when she found out that, quote unquote, he was her father. And she was like, why are you talking about leaving? This is well, so stupid. Why are you so... I thought we are going to have another reaction like that. And so that's how I wrote it. Continuing on that we were going to have Liz and Red scenes with them being, you know, her trying to get him to fess up and come to him, you know, come to her himself. And then all of a sudden I'm like, she's never going to do that. She's going to no. turn around and be like, death to you <laughs> and i had yeah, to completely I mean, flip a lot of things in the writing there well, there, there, there is there is one aspect of this whole thing that is very thing. interesting to me which is the only way that those bones are not a lie but a secret is that he is raymond reddington he is just not the raymond reddington who was a a, a traitor and that makes, you know, and he may not be Jennifer's father. Um, that That is entirely possible. Maybe this guy was. And he just used a doppelganger and Carla had a little affair with him and is the, the child. And if she's Katerina, then you know that there is a third man. They had to have been a third man. And in I the diary, to me, that's regardless. pretty obvious. I think there's a third man regardless. I, I do, because I don't think there's no way you could just put two people. Yeah. And, and you keep the bones. I mean, why would you dig them up from where have they been? Put mm -hmm. them in a suitcase. Put them to your, you know, suppose, daughter to let them know what. Here's your dad's bones. Have a good day. I mean, yeah, that that does, does that mean anything? Does that make any sense to you all? Why would they keep them in the ground with her name on it? And it's Keen, Elizabeth Keen. So they had to bury. Right, so they they rebury them after either they rebury yeah. or they bury or they wrote the label after the king's marriage. Uh, yeah. So to me, that had to mean that after the king's marriage, there was something to hide extra. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, was, yeah, there was there was another secret. There was something. Yeah, they. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Because I mean, you the Tansy Farms. Does Kaplan know everything? She doesn't know Dom. Why? Okay, Kaplan doesn't know Dom, so that's a big thing. She was a busybody. Nobody was going to tell her more than they needed to. I don't think that's true. I mean, Red said that he that she was his confidant. 
Mm. And it came her by side. She knew everything, but she didn't know Dom. So that, what does that tell you? Cardi's she doesn't know who Katharina, she doesn't know who Katharina really is. That could be right. Now see, that could be the only, that's, that could be the only way that's explainable. Unless somebody else have a good, has a good theory of why he didn't show her Dom. Why she didn't know Dom, and because she loved Masha so much, that was it, her grandchild, and that's her grandchild. It might be that that she was too close to Katarina. That she that Red felt like that was a point in which she lost all focus. That she would do things she would. I mean, which she Katarina. which she did. Kathleen doesn't know Dom, so we. But he, she knows him as Oleander. So yeah, does, she does, does know that, Oleander. Does know Oleander. So, Wait, that that was never quite explained, right? It was. Because, I mean, okay, let's say that he knew Oleander, so he knows about Oleander, which makes sense. I mean, and that comes back to, do you really think that Katerina is a, oh, that's better than you can see my face, uh, that Katerina is um, a Russian spy? Do you really think Katerina is a Russian spy? A, a KGB, bona fide KGB agent. Why was she, why, does anybody know why she was strangling and slitting the person's throat? The Soviet, the Russian guy. So well, if she's a Russian agent, why would she be killing the Russian guy? Exactly. You wanted to kill the opposite side. That That right. is more or less the way war works uh, the, the last time I checked. So why would, what would Kate even assume that? I mean, if you're killing a Soviet agent, we'll say, hmm, are you a double agent or are you a CIA agent masquerading as one? So, yeah, because you lo she looked at her bags and I saw the Soviet papers, but it, here she is in the kitchen killing the Soviet guy, and you know they're not going to kill their own comrades, so here you go. Um, was she a double agent? I think, I think we got, uh, and somebody said this, somebody wrote it. It was really good reading. It was on Reddit. Because, <laughs> you know, I get on that and I read it when I'm when my downtime at work, and they wrote about, you know, how much the Cold War, how many spies. And if you look, if you watch the Americans, which I did, mm -hmm. you can see that, you know, uh, uh, disguises were a big thing. Sleeping with everybody. I mean, it didn't matter. Being uh, somebody else completely. And how many double agents? There was like double and triple agents. I mean, they would, uh, it was, mm -hmm. it was ridiculous. I mean, it was kind of crazy. And, and every and time Raymond talks about, every time Raymond, when they call him Raymond, and the ones that don't call him Red, they call him Raymond, and he always says, your government, not mine. And he's always, he always sort of don't, he don't like, he doesn't like the government, he's just really mad at them. But he also says, your government to the Russians, and he says, mm -hmm. your government to anybody. He's an, and he have said that he's a, he's not an anarchist, he's a, opportunist. an opportunist. Yes. So here's something that's been catching my brain lately. Um, back in season three with Scotty. When uh -huh. she's talking to him, and she goes, <laughs> and she goes, the way she says red, at the time, when she's talking to him and calling him by name and talking about Howard and everything, I took it as, well, this, you know, Howard called him red, and she's just being sarcastic about it, but I wonder if Howard and Scotty know at least some of that secret. If they, oh, if, yeah. if Scotty knew a whole lot more about him than he is comfortable with. And that's why she got that flippant little red, you know, when yeah. 
Yeah, that, I think that, all, I mean, you're all you're looking at all spots. I mean, really, if you ask me, Katarina, Carla, if if the same you, person, maybe Scotty, they're all spies. You cannot convince me that Scotty was not a spy. Oh, oh yeah. Well, she the, the, the Rand calls her people like us. Yeah. What does he mean? Then, uh, Red, what is the first instinctive name Scotty uses for Liz? Masha. Masha. Yeah. Not Liz. Masha. Then um, that is why I think that Scotty and Katarina were close. Where was Howard born? Mm-hmm. In Poland. Um, yeah, right there. Yes, yes, yes. You're 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 getting to. I mean, in and it makes perfect sense if you're having if you're fighting a war against Russians. Who's your best your best spy to recruit to be an undercover agent? And to put as a double spy, the Russian Americans, if you're going against the Chinese, like in Wuxing, who they recruited to give them the plants, a Chinese American, uh, because they're the people who can pass by, who mm-hmm. can speak the language, who knows that they're going to be, it's easier to to be that. So I, I will not, you know, that Red has Russian roots, but I mean, definitely that, and and there was a little thing about about red. You know, did you notice that when when Liz said, "Oh, she didn't know who we were." Red is like, "Of course she knew who you were." Oh, oh, with Dom. Yeah, no, no, no. When Liz is down, well, I I gave um, Agnes to Scotty, and and uh, red to Scotty. She shot your wedding, and Liz says, "Well, but she didn't know who you were," and red is like. Yeah, but she didn't she may have known who Liz was she did not know who Tom was and that was uh, and that's just crazy right there there you go that's where me and me and Tessa uh, I I called it I can't say her whole name on the the criminally (laughs) that's fine that's my name actually well I figured that and that's what I always look up. The first person I look up, and the second person I look up is is Takata Psycho there. Um, when I get on Tumblr, was close. but that was the, good. The, yeah, yeah, that was well better. done. <laughs> that's really fast. Really fast. But what? Um, yeah, they're, you're not Katarina or Red Arena fans. No. And 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 I thought about you know if you watch Kate May, there's just so many episodes. If you watch Kate May. How do you explain Kate May? How do you? Oh, guys they, they do, and, and they go into this into these things. I, I'm not a fan of Rodarina, not because I have anything against the idea of somebody becoming. I mean, but right. like you're jumping from the fire from the pan into the fire. I mean, it's yeah, like yeah, how yeah. stupid yeah. do you have to be? Like you couldn't become Katarina Rostova, who had so many names, couldn't become uh, Joseph John Smith in the diner, and, and then eventually she adopts this little girl. And I mean, come on, it does cheapen the show. It does. I mean, I don't want it to happen. It cheapens the entire story. He's right. It does. And, um, and, because, and people yeah. who are transgender goes through horrendous identity crisis. It, it's they they suffer. So that would make that would cheapen what people go through. It would cheapen the whole story they had with the gin and the father forcing him, you know, to, yeah. to do that. It, it would cheapen that. I mean, then 
That's a kind of horrific, that's a wrong kind of thing why you would change your gender. The right kind of, of change your gender is, you know what, I'm trapping a body that is not me. That is a right story. I'm also not sure, like, I I agree with that, but I'm not sure John, well, I say John, but the, the writing team always thinks about that on that level. I, I remember back when they killed Kate, that uh, Bokenkamp did an interview and he said, we were trying to be very sensitive to the fact that online there's been a big movement talking about killing the gays. Because at the time, there was a huge movement that said, why are you killing all the gay and bi characters? Like, if they're not straight, you're seen to be killing them. And it was going through show after show after show. And so it was a big issue, and it was it was a big deal online. I don't know if it was a big deal offline, but I know it was a big deal online. And And John said, we're trying to be sensitive to that. And they turned around, and she flung herself off. The, and I'm going, she well, I think that they she's were, still they dead. I think, I think that the reason they were, they, the, the, the comments came about when they were, I think originally they have made Annie's death be a hate crime. And then they mm-hmm. decided that that probably wasn't too uh, yeah. um, politically correct. So they, they put it just down as being... You know, Matt yeah. broke the guy's, the brother's jaw, and he was angry, and he would just, and then Kate reached. I mean, if you think about it, the guy would not have killed anybody if Kate didn't reach for the phone. I mean, there's a guy there that tells you, don't reach for the phone, and you go and you reach for the phone, and he has a gun. Excuse me. Um, yeah. Smart. Like, you're going to have time to dial 911 Well, the guy points a gun on you. Yeah, good job. So, so there is, I mean... I, I yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot of, don't you think that there's sometimes they just drop the ball? Oh, yeah. Or they I don't do think, think it does. It. I, I do think I, that happens. I think that it happens to a level. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I've been examining, that's why I've been like off of like Reddit and a bunch of things. I've been examining the whole thing. I've done it every single time. This is just the first time that I actually publish it. And, you know, I'm not convinced. I I am back regaining my faith. It depends on what they do. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Because I mean, at this point, it could go really stupid, and you know, it, it could be Ritherina. It's not that I object to Ritherina. I mean, Ritherina would make more sense that I'm a complete stranger and I spend my entire life caring for this child. Well, meanwhile. Right. My own child, I have no idea where it is, or maybe I do, or maybe there is a movie, or maybe she's dead, but maybe she's not. It doesn't make any sense. No, they so just I, added too many characters. It's like there are too many mysterious characters here. Don't you all think, I mean, you've got a mysterious mother, uh, supposedly, in the you know the family films. Um, I mean, we don't really know who that is. You've got Bubble Girl, they talk about a lot. Do I think that's uh, uh, Liz? No, I don't think that's Liz. Um, I think that's a, a sister, baby. I don't know who that is, but you've got a lot of mystery. The ballet girl, she's what ten. I mean, <laughs> this man can't be at all. You know what I'm saying? It can't. He can't be, or I don't see how he can do all of this. And and you know that's what drives me crazy. Is I'm trying to put unless a, B, Ka- unless Carla is Katrina, they're one and the same. And this whole story. It's not complicated. It just looks complicated because it's one of it those. Looks- it's a giant red charade that just got a little out of hand. 
Yeah, that could that could be exactly. But do you all think Naomi Holland is really dead? I mean, I, whoever she is, do you Carla think Naomi- Reddington is not dead? Naomi Holland might be dead, like there was a, a, a you know a tombstone. And by the way, I noticed a little detail for you. Do you know the name that is by Tom's tombstone? You know the next tombstone over. Somebody is no. Cruz. Vanessa Cruz. Oh my gosh, I've got to watch that. No, I did not see that. It's not Vanessa Cruz, but it's somebody Cruz. And I looked at that and said, "Huh, that is weird." Yeah, because th- what happened to her? I mean, seriously, you. T- I watched it again. You, t- they take her, they employ her. Is a Where did big she go? thing. Yeah, I always oh thought that. I always thought that that uh, that Kate was being used, um, aided by Vanessa because we never really saw Vanessa working for Red. So maybe you know, I thought maybe Kate hired her. Maybe Kate did on her own. Um, so we've been asking all of our guests, Gold Girl, about what is your favorite episodes of the entire series and your least favorite episode of them. My favorite episode would be, and honestly, it is uh, Red and and Don. Oh my, why can't I remember the man's name? Red and Don, Red and, and Wrestler in the box. Oh, uh, the, Anslo Garrick. Anslo Garrick. That was oh, one of my wow. favorite ones because of the of the of the poetry. It was sort of like poetry when he told yeah. the stories, and it was that was one of my favorite episodes. And I and, and that and Leonard Call, that Leonard Call passes. You know, both of them. I love the music. I love the stories. That yeah, was two of my favorites. And then my wow. least favorite one was oh Lord. There's been a lot of those. I mean, you know, those filler episodes that you're thinking this is just a filler episode. Um, my least favorite one, but you had to love Tom's death. I mean, not that you had to love it, but I hated it, but you had to see, I think the, the, I mean, that was one of the most amazing. You and Tessa say that I thoroughly disagree. I mean, I (laughs) cried a lot, but that was one of the most amazing deaths on, on, uh, that I've seen. I think it would have been amazing. Like, I mean, yeah, it was amazing in the acting. It was, it was well shot, well written. I just my problem is it puts a damper on it because the man's dead. They killed yeah, him they, and he's not coming it. back and and they killed Liz's happy ending. <laughs> it is it is This is going to become like our thing like you know like and then they kill him. And then they, yeah and then but it was it was I mean it's beautifully done the music everything and it was one of the top rated you know that they everybody watched and I actually even my can't. children in college watched it and they don't even watch the blacklist but they watched that one episode because it was so you know heart wrenching I guess I can't listen to the song I used to really like the no, song no I can't listen to the song it Sorry, comes I on can't do it. it comes mm-hmm, on on like at the pub or something and I'm going no someone needs to change that I actually have an app on my phone that I can pay to change it now. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I don't like that song. But the least favorite was Vanessa Cruz, which is really weird that you said that because that's the one I just, I don't know, I didn't like the, I just, I just wasn't into the thing. And then, but then you have to, and then she disappears. You know, that was one of, that was probably my least, that in the gin because, you know, all the killing. I just, I'm not big on, you know, the, <laughs> I just not big on the title magic and stuff. There were, they killed the you people. You got a little problem with cannibalism? Maybe. Yeah, I do. A little bit. And so I, that was my two, but, you know, and, and some of the filler episodes. But, I mean, as much as I hate it, and I, I will say that I, I loved and hated Tom's death one, um, Ian Garvey's conclusion, because it was so beautifully done that you just, everybody watched it, even if they wasn't a blacklist person. So, and, and, and you, know, you hated it at the same time, because, you know. 
of Tom Thayer. Because he died. How about giving us your your most beloved list as a badass? And see, and I'm not saying that I'm not a big and Boone fan. I'm, I'm, I am. I think she's. I liked her acting in. I guess I liked her acting in in one season one and 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 two better probably than I like her now. I hate. I just don't like Liz as the. I, mean, I like her as the smart profiler. I don't like her as the. I'm going to, uh, you know, I'm I'm in ruin here. That's that that was, or I, or the last one. The the. The, the season finale and the I just don't like her in that I I don't don't why but I don't like her being that I mean no does she have to lay down and let red just do whatever no but I think there was times that you would have said oh this is it I you know I mean you if you were in her shoes I can see a lot of times when you said oh well you know that's okay I'm not going to work with you and she just let things go sometimes that I would think why are you letting that go I mean why can you not press on just get the next answer but, you know, I just, I just don't, I don't like Liz as a, I don't know why. I mean, I don't know. I just don't, I, it just, I don't know. It just don't feel right. It just feels like Liz is one of the little crises. Liz is oh, like, yes. she, she did say, everything. she did tell Tom at Nick's funeral that if she lost one more person, she was just going to go crazy and become a and vigilante. Full-fledged full vigilante. Excuse me. And she did, she did lose it. I mean, we can all agree right now that Liz is just, is gone off the, Liz has gone off the reservation. She's just really out there, and and she's going to kill. And and I don't think that anybody is as important as her getting her re, not revenge, but it's almost like it, you know, or getting her answers. Not even her daughter. And that goes back to her her Katarina, and and really that does go back to how she raised her. And and we have to remember Liz has the warrior gene, which it was never said, but that was heavily implied that she has that warrior gene. And maybe they were looking for Could kids be. that had the warrior gene. The I, I I also I also have a thing about this. The blacklist tends to do bad mommies. There is yeah. not that many good mothers there. No. It's a, it's stories about daughters, fathers and daughters, fathers and sons, about siblings protecting the family, protecting the children, but good mommies. Are not there. It's they're not all bad. No, Scotty, who just—I mean, who lets their child go? I mean, we never. I don't. I would like to go back and look at Blacklist Redemption. Who? I mean, did she let him go? Did she not let him go? Was he playing and got taken, or did she say, "Hey, here"? I mean, or did she just kind of let him do it? I mean, we never really got. Did we an no, answer? Of no, that. and we never. No, you will. need a whooping, and instead of me giving you the whooping, I'm going to say my adopted kid here to give you the whooping that you deserve. That, Chosen that, that child, Solomon. Chosen what, what child, Solomon. What what mother does that? I mean, seriously, do you let your child get beaten like that? I mean, these are horrible mothers. Yeah, she I will sent agree. him to be beaten. I understand, and that's what I'm saying. But she also did she just hand Tom to the people? Oh yeah, here here you go. We're all a little drunk in here, and so have my kid. Well, I and mean, that's that's just, the problem is we're never gonna know now. They've opened up all these questions. They, I mean, they opened them up in the the main show, and yet yeah. by killing him off when they did, they they've taken all of those answers off the table. It just yeah. I, no. I don't think they're going to go back and no, and, and they won't. Back. They're done and that's with it. Drop me crazy forever. Same. I mean, seriously, not forever, but it's going to drop me crazy for a oh, long it, time. I, I'll admit I it. Say, I'll admit it. It'll drive me crazy forever. I just, I, I have to. I'm, I'm just the kind of person that has to have the, you know, if you're going to tell me a big puzzle, fill all the pieces. Just 
eventually so that I can chart them. Because if you don't, I, I, yeah, I, I'm 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 a, a compulsive puzzle I solver. Think. And I, I mean, once you give me a puzzle, I got to complete it. I, I just got to do it. And it's almost like the blacklist is a puzzle that has pieces missing under your couch or under the cushion. You know, and yeah, you're you never going to find, find that one the thing. The dog ate them. The dog ate them. So, I mean, you've got Hudson like ate them and disappeared. And it disappeared. But I've kept you all on here forever. I mean, I'm so sorry because I'm oh, a big talker. Okay. We all need to get together. We need to. I don't fly, so I'll, I can drive uh-huh. together. We'll meet up someplace in a, in, a, in a neutral system. But we just, yeah, I'd love talking to y'all about it because nobody ever talks in that much depth about it. And yeah. it's just, yeah, I could, we could go on forever of what I don't understand and what I want to shake them and say, why did you go this way? <laughs> and one more thing before you all get off here, and I don't know if you've ever, if you've ever covered this. Um, the stories that Red Tails are very um, detailed, like the Eddie Fisher story. He was watching it. He was eating a fried bologna sandwich or, you know, with an egg, fried egg in the basement. And, and they're so detailed. I mean, you know, the carpet story, everything. They're just very detailed. Do you think, if you've ever watched The Americans, which I understand that that doesn't cross over, but you've got these American families living in, you know, they, they come to America, they live in America, they're Americanized, or they're taught to make up these stories of their childhood and when they tell about their childhood, it's almost like reading a script, you know. And does that does that ever come across in Red's stories when he talks about his childhood, you know, the because he goes into such detail. And people says that's the one thing that's the key. If you're lying, you go, you try to overcompensate that, and you go into you're taught to mm-hmm. go into these really detailed well, stories. I have I have one answer for you. If Red were a Soviet agent. He would have watched Star Wars. Oh, I never thought that's about that. Fair. Yeah, okay. That's fair. That's fair. That is fair. That is fair. Yeah, he probably, yeah, yeah. You're right. <laughs> I just wanted to that know if anybody kid. else caught those. <laughs> these little things, you know, that you, that poor, the poor T- guy. Tadashi, I think was his name. He, he was, he was, he was just, mm. you know, it's like a ROM. You know, when Red in his room, a ROM automatically gets nervous. And I, I guess I probably would too, but. I mean, it's been great talking to you guys. I mean, I could, like, go on another hour, but I'll let y'all go. It's so good to see you. It's like your family now. You know, your family. Yay. I hope it's Well, we, we probably do one of this again uh, at the end of the season, or it might be the end of the blacklist. Um, I, I mean, I think let's keep the faith, because I have the more gone this time, and actually the imposter have actually helped my theories, um, because he, I got a little more pieces in there. I think that we might be surprised. So, hang yeah, there. I think that maybe it'd be more seasons than just one more to tell. I uh, mean, seriously, see, I, I really think we've only got one left with uh, and getting, we pushed back, getting pushed back to January and on Friday night. And I, I think this is well, they're gonna yeah, have it, to like just kind of push through this thing. I've got to know, and they're gonna have to hit everything, no fillers. Everything you want would be filled with something. I mean, yeah. yeah, it's bam, 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 bam. Now it's like it's not like we're meandering through yeah, meander. the countryside, uh, going from A to B, and deciding that we're going to stop in this lovely little inn just because it looks great. And just because it looks great, and I'm, I don't want to meander anymore. I've meandered for five seasons. I want, I want it. Yeah, hit the I, highways. I, I watched it. Hit the, the spot. Get the story. Yeah. yeah. 
thank you so much. This has been so exciting. I've talked about this for days. And, and my right. daughter, I said, get out of here. She was going with her boyfriend to the gym. I said, go. And and she would have said, well, why are you so, I said, I've looked forward to this for weeks. Just go. <laughs> thank you, guys. I'll see you later. I cannot wait to hear this. And I cannot wait to see what you guys write and post. Okay? All right. See you thank later. Thank you very you much. Bye-bye. All right, and that about wraps us up for this episode. And uh, we will see you guys next time. If anybody else would like to join us, feel free to, to catch a hold of us. We'd be happy to do this again over the hiatus. We do have eight months, something like that. And mm-hmm. so uh, we, we don't have any other episodes planned for this, but if anybody else would like to be on the show, we are more than happy to, to make the time and get that situated and get it posted up. Um, until then, then, um, you can catch us on Facebook, on Twitter, and Tumblr, and listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Until then. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.